This is Getting Stone, the podcast about all things gems and minerals, and I'm your host, Jana Kreider. Today, I have Brian Seeley on, and we are going to talk about a beautiful mineral known as azurite. Hey, Brian, welcome to Getting Stone. How are you today? I'm doing really well, Jana. Nice to hear from you. Yes, great to have you on. So, Thanks for having me. Let's dive into the rabbit hole. What's your favorite stone? Well, I had to think about that a little bit, but I'm I'm going to go with azurite. Uh, that's something that uh, has a few meanings for me. From uh, Well, I, I guess let me go a little bit far back here for you. I hope I don't bore you. <laughs> oh, go ahead. Let's dive. <laughs> so my older brother, he's about five years older than me. He always had a rock collection and his rock hammer and his rock book and mm-hmm. and so uh me and my little brother we always just were like wow how cool and um so anyways he had uh he had some really great stones and he and he'd trade our toys for them you know he'd, we'd eventually have to buy back our toys from him because we bought all his rocks but <laughs> 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 he was a wheeler dealer back then <clears throat> But that kind of got me into it. And then, of course, um, we have the Museum of Natural History in Denver uh, has the um, Coors Hall of Minerals, which is just spectacular. If you I mean, if you ever get the chance to walk through there, it's just you will fall in love with with the gems and minerals in there. But, um, that's about it. I've been reading a little bit about the Azurite. Do you know anything about it? I do. I actually, I don't have any in my collection anymore. I had some cabochons that I wrapped a long time ago into jewelry. But um, Azurite is a um, copper carbonate, and it's named after its deep blue color. Um, the name Azure, Azure, I don't know if I'm saying it right, Azure, Azure, mm-hmm. it's derived from the uh, Persian word Lazwar. I don't know if I said that right either. But um, it means blue, so it has a Persian um, led uh, a Persian name. So um, yeah, and which is awesome. That's a really old old language, right? Yes, it is. And um, now, Jeweler Magazine uh, it says that there's an American legend that claims that azurite is a powerful healing stone, um, but. You know, a lot of the crystals and the minerals, they all have that same stigma. Oh, it's a healing crystal. And I do believe in healing crystals, but I don't believe in them. I don't believe it's magic or, you know, like religious. I believe it's more like science. Like there's a yeah. science reason that they do the things that they do. Absolutely. You know? I mean, I mean, you've got quartz in your in your watches and. <laughs> yes, you know, there, there are like, definitely cool, properties that, you know? that some people are like, oh, this crystal is going to do this. How is it going to do this? It's not just going to make something magically appear. No, it's just, I think it vibrates on the frequency of what it is it's supposed to be doing, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, everything, like, everything is vibration, even our voices. So, absolutely. But it is toxic. It is not as toxic as malachite, even though it's often found with malachite. But it has a high concentration of copper. And then also uh, another website, Ixil, I don't know if I'm saying this right, Ixil Crystals, they mm-hmm. pointed out that, you know, it has enough sulfur in it. And if you put it in water, it turns, like, it releases, sul- it mixes sulfur into the water. Mm-hmm. So, well, um, that would explain it. 
add one small chunk of oh, you cut out my, my brother's collection. And I remember I licked that once. It was yeah, like, don't lick whoa, it. Something's wrong. Don't, <laughs> anything that, especially it, if it's the, those bright colors, don't lick it. <laughs> you can feel your <laughs> well, am I the only one who's ever licked a rock? I've licked, sure I've not. licked a few salt rocks. Yeah, I'll lick a, I'll lick a salt rock. So um, I've, I have licked a few of those. Um, I've held copper. But as far as putting it in like a wire or um, in a setting, I, it's not really the greatest stone for that is well, because it's, it's still, uh, I, from what I read, it's like still breaking down into Well, you can malachite. actually, they can polish them. Into, I've seen cabochons. Um, polished cabochon so you can set it in a jewelry i've seen it wrapped in a jewelry plenty of times um even my mentor daryl he would wrap it into jewelry um, nice. yeah so it can be made into jewelry but you have to like for people cutting it lapidary um they have to be very careful because it is a fragile mineral and they have to also wear protective gear because it in powder form, it's like malachite. You can't breathe it in. You can't breathe in the dust because it's sulfur and copper and it's bad for your lungs. So you would have to mask up and glove up and, you know, like just take precautions when cutting it. But um... that's awesome. So one thing I found here is a. So I guess you probably know what the Eliot stone. Eliot stone. stone is. I've heard of it. Let me read. I, I, mm -hmm. I've heard of it before. I think it's a tamaline. So yeah, I started going down that um that rabbit hole because it's got to azurite in it, but um it's it's basically named from uh, Eliot, Israel, where it was mined, and um, it's just gorgeous. It's got malachite, azurite, uh, turquoise, mm -hmm. which is I'm Sagittarius, so. This might be my new favorite Yeah. Oh, Eli, I'm thinking, I'm, for some reason, I had it confused with Elbite. Elbite is a type of, um, Elbite, E-L-B-A-I-T-E. It's a type of tourmaline that's green and pink. And, um, yes, mm -hmm. I had that. It is confused. But I have not ever had, like, a specimen that had all four of those in it, um, the Iliad stone. Yeah, it's kind of, I like how you like the you know, legends and myths and stuff. And so I thought you might like this. It's, they, they also call it oh, King nice. Solomon stone. And, you know, ways back, I remember I watched a Nova or something that was King Solomon's mines. And they basically did, thought they found some real ancient copper mines. So that would, that all comes around full circle then. All four of sense. those minerals, Malachite, Azurite, Turquoise, and Chrysocolla, those are all copper bearing minerals. And um, I've worked with each of them. Um, I think out of all of them, my favorite, I really, I, I really don't have a favorite. I think my favorite is Malachite followed by Chrysocolla. Um, cause I love the deep blues and greens of Chrysocolla, but Malachite. Oh, I'm looking at that right now. The it is gorgeous. of Malachite. Oh my gosh. It's just beautiful. It's the only way I know how to describe it. It's just beautiful. And you can't really see it if it's raw, like raw Malachite. That's not cut or polished. It's not really that. I mean, it has to be polished for the bands to show up. Um, and azurite is such a pure blue. And then turquoise, too. You know, turquoise is, like, more um, associated in my mind with Native Americans. Because that's all, like, I was a kid, you know. That's yeah. all we were told. It's like, yeah, turquoise, you know, the Native Americans, we use turquoise for protection. You know, like, that was kind of, you know, in mm -hmm. my childhood. But, um Turquoise is pretty much found in a lot of different places. So. 
Yeah, I mean, I remember going to uh, what is Old Town in Albuquerque, New Mexico, and every single store is just chopped full of turquoise. <laughs> it definitely means something to the Native Americans. Huh, here's a new mineral I've never heard. It's pseudomalachite, which means uh, it's false in malachite, uh, but it's a real mineral, though. It's just not malachite. So it's a phosphate of copper, and it has a hydroxyl in it. And it shows a picture of it. I can see why it looks like malachite. It has the um, coloring, the right coloring. But it's more of a turquoise, though. Um, yeah. Awesome. On Wikipedia, looking yeah, at malachite. That, cool. And uh, yes, awesome. <clears throat> Wikipedia. Yes. Rocks. Oh my god. I think I finally had to break down and give them five dollars here. Right. Yeah, <laughs> we got to help out. Keep it alive. Yeah. 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 So. That's awesome. I'm hey, I'm sorry to hear you're having a little trouble with your Twitter account this morning. I don't know why they keep really coming after is, you. Um, <laughs> honestly, in my opinion, and this is just my opinion, last year when uh, before Twitter got hacked, these crypto spam bots they were everywhere, and um, they were taking our photos. And anybody who Elon Musk replied to, they would take our photos and impersonate us and spread the link with the scam. And it got so bad, um, like, they were impersonating him, me. Uh, I think there was a bunch of Vincent, um, Kristen. Yeah, Kristen, a yeah. lot of people who, uh, <laughs> everyday astronaut. So it was like they would impersonate us. but And then, boom, Twitter got hacked. I'm just like, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. you know, President Obama follows one of my accounts. So I was like, well, let me see if I could just try because he got hacked. And I was let me see if I could get the hacker to respond to me just to see what happens, you know, but nothing happened. They never I was like, hey, get out of here. I was like, hey, get out of his account. You or, or why are you hacking his account? What do you what do you like? I was asking stupid questions just to like figure out why. <laughs> but they never replied. So like, right. <laughs> I, I, I tried. It was a late try. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, I was like, cool. I was like, you know what? I mean, I would be kicking myself if I didn't try. Like, I could have happened. Yeah. You know, well, the the true answer would have been to make money. Yeah, that obviously. <laughs> but if they would have interacted with me, it would. I would have just like screenshot that and sent that to whoever is in charge, like the SEC, if the FBI, whoever's investigating it. Be like, here, here's the whole chat scrum shit transcript here you go but last year it got so bad and before twitter got hacked and this year is the same thing is happening like i'm seeing they're not impersonating us but instead they're swarming each of the tweets like anybody who replies to elon they're getting like if you have like enough likes and stuff if you're highly visible you get swarmed by these bots um and uh the they they have gone after evelyn they have gone after Kristen. Um, and they've done after mm-hmm. me. I don't know if they, I've, they've, I assume they've gone after others I haven't really seen. Um, but yeah. I've seen it That's in my, horrible. like, I was like, it took me 30 minutes to, no, not even like maybe closer to an hour. And I was blocking them and reporting them. And it got to the point where I just stopped reporting them and blocked them all. And then I went back to my blocked, rep- blocked accounts and then I reported them from there. Mm-hmm. No, mm, and nice. I, I did over two hundred bots. There was two hundred at least. Oh, jeez! Wow. You know, others have told me, "Yeah, I blocked over three hundred, or I blocked over four hundred. Like, it's just like 
where are they coming it's yeah. like they are literally like a swarm of insects descending on the tweet yeah you would think they could add something to the twitter algorithm there and if evelyn, you know hey if you've had over 300 bots you know evelyn janiti eve so oh she, yeah i love that she is so awesome and um yeah. she her main account got suspended and i really believe it was the bots because they were going after her too and responded because yeah. I got locked out of my account this morning, and then I'm I'm back in my account, and I'm just not really able Good. to tweet. Like I try to send a tweet, I can send messages, but it wasn't letting me tweet. So, and I don't even know if I'm shadow banned. I haven't checked. I really, you know, I have my other jewelry account. I'll just tweet from that, you know. But all mm-hmm. I did was Good. reply to Elon twice yesterday, and one was just a meme um, about the ancestors, and the other one I forgot. I forgot what I said to him, but yeah, you just can't read into it. There are people trying to make money. I mean, it used to be I, I felt like uh, the oil industry was behind a lot of some of the, the stuff going it. on, and, and people you got the blocked. oil industry, but then you got scammers too, and you got people. Everybody mm-hmm. has I think that's what it is and, now. Um, you know, not an agenda. Let's say a purpose, because everybody has their own reason for interacting. Me personally, I just. I was when I first started interacting with him before I wrote for Clean Technica. I was going through a lot, and I didn't think he would even notice, and he did, and it blew my mind. It completely blew my mind when he shared. Yeah, their their whole family, uh, May and Kimball. I mean, they reach out and they actually talk to to the average person as as if you're on their same plane. You just don't you see don't. that. Uh, it is extremely attractive and wonderful thing yeah to see. and so that's why i support him because he was like kind to me and really genuine so yeah you know I, he's got my support pretty much for life i mean if he turns out to be like some kind of serial killer who likes to cut up of course but, <laughs> I mean, you know. well you know sometimes he says something and i'm like what really sometimes uh, yeah sometimes uh, he'll say something <clears throat> But then he turns around and also he's like, you know what, Bernie Sanders is okay. And (laughs) you're like, yo, Elon, don't say that. Just pop him up. You know how have you ever watched NCIS? You know how Mm, kids would pop people across the back of the head? Be like, Elon. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Come Come on, man. man. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. But then it's like, how could I not love you? Yeah, we fall in love though, you know. Yeah. If we didn't love him, we wouldn't want to pop him, right? That's right. That's right. <laughs> yeah. So are you still looking forward to getting a, uh, a Tesla yeah, someday? Or are you at your eyes on the Cybertruck? Yeah, I don't have a Cybertruck on pre-order. I just, I never learned how to drive. So um, it's just. You might not have yeah, to. Yeah, well, I was going to learn. Here in Louisiana, you have to take a state driving course or something. It's like $500. And I was planning on doing that last year, but the whole COVID hit and, you know, everything was closed and quarantined. And now I'm just like, do I want to get that close to a person just to learn? No, that's the only thing. But you can still buy the truck and I can just have somebody go with me and drive it back, you know, from New Orleans back to Baton Rouge. Because I would have to pick it up probably in New Orleans, I assume, Um, or at least in Houston or somewhere, you know. Yeah, I bet you've got a little bit of time there. You don't yeah. have to run out and do I'm that right away. I'm getting a single motor. Yeah, so mine will be like last. Well, I thought about you when they showed the dashboard in that thing. I was like, just giant hunk of marble it's looking beautiful. <laughs> dashboard. It's beautiful. That's gorgeous. Yeah, it's definitely beautiful. I might deck it out into one big cyber gemstone. I don't know. 
That's what I was wondering. I mean, I used to do uh, cabinetry and countertops and quartz countertops, and I I just wonder if someone's not going to do actual quartz countertops or granite. It's going to stand out enough, and I don't want to stand out too much because people can't drive here, and I don't want to distract people to the point where they hit me. Yeah, <laughs> I think you're going to be distracting people enough just driving that thing down the yeah. road. <laughs> yeah, that'll be funny. But, I mean, yeah, uh, like a 400-pound uh, piece of marble in your dashboard, I'd, it'd probably be a little bit too heavy. I don't know. Or you could at least, like, make it look like a marble. There's so many different wallpapers and designs and stuff out there. Like, you could just, well, I'm pretty sure wallpaper, yeah, I'm I, sure wallpaper for your house, but. That, like, I don't know oh, yeah, you can wrap cars, it or but something. I'm pretty sure there's like some company, some some company out there that can make some kind of design to put inside your car, you know, some sticker for just for your car. For sure. For sure. I mean I think it looks pretty cool what they did already. It's my understanding it's it's just made out of like a laminated paper type stuff. Yeah. Probably for lightweight, but I think it looks awesome. My dad's got one on order. I can't I'll be the first one to drive it after him. I like the exoskeleton, honestly, because I mean, you can actually, um, well, it's stainless steel or it's steel. It's the same steel that uh, they're using for the Starship, I think. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's close and enough. It's, it's going to be awesome. That you got the same steel that's being used to build rockets on your car as an exoskeleton. To me, that's badass. It's badass. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Take a sledgehammer to it. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. I, I'm not going to test the windows with a steel ball though when I get it. I'm not because I'd have to get it fixed if it broke. Yeah, I wouldn't. I'm I wouldn't not going to. I'm not going to pull a Franz. <laughs> no, you got Franz just wound up and threw that thing as hard as he could. I think. <laughs> but you know what though? Had he, if I'd have been there at the reveal, and if he would have been like, "Hey, somebody come on stage," I would have been. I was like, "Yeah, let's do it." <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Let's go. Just... Let's do it. <laughs> it's fabulous things to look forward to in the future, thanks to that guy. Yeah, most definitely. Yep. So besides azurite, are there any other minerals you like? Um, yeah. I mean I like like you were saying these minerals that actually have any kind of um properties that uh, really scientific properties they're already using today. Uh, you know, I like mica. It's yeah, mica's versatile. Totally. Um, in fact, I think you know, in some of my potting mix, I grow some stuff, and that uh, the vermiculite. I think that's just mica, mm-hmm. and it um, it sucks in moisture and holds it, and has some good properties there. So, and quartz is awesome. Um, oh, you know what really got me into Azure? In fact, it was the name of my first uh, band was Azure. I know this is referring to the color azure, but it's a Jim Morrison uh, poetry in a song. Can I read it? To yeah. You? Okay. <clears throat> it's one of my faves. I want to tell you about the Texas radio and the big beat. Comes out of the Virginia swamps, cool and slow, with cunning precision, backbeat, narrow and hard to master. Some call it heavenly in its brilliance, others mean and ruthful of the Western dream. I love the friends I've gathered together on this thin raft. We have constructed pyramids in honor of our escaping. This is the land where the pharaoh die. The Negroes in the forest, brightly feathered, they are saying, forget the night. Live with us in forests of azure. 
Out here on the parameter, there are no stars. Out here, we is stoned, immaculate. I like that. There you go. I thought you would. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I do like that line. And, you know, we were just talking about mica. Did you know there's a type of mica that has lithium in it? No. Yeah, it's called lipidolite. And it's basically a rare lithium-rich mica. And it comes in, like, pinks, reds, or purple. I have some. And, um, Mm. yeah, so it's a minor ore of lithium. So lithium's like in every, I mean, you can yes. basically extract it with table salt from what I'm hearing. Yeah, I think Tesla's working on something um, like that. They have the uh, lithium uh, deposit in Nevada. And awesome. saying something about that. I cannot remember. That was off the top of my head. I mean, I know I write articles on it, but once I write it and I submit it, sometimes my mind is sometimes like Swiss cheese. <laughs> Yeah, I, I know. I know the feeling. <laughs> yeah, it is fascinating. And then, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it comes back to me when I read it, though. But yeah, awesome. You sure are a, a book of knowledge when it comes to gems and minerals. Well, so. I've been studying. Um, well, I be, I came into it from the healing crystal side, the metaphysical side, and I've been studying on that since 2007. Since Daryl got me into it, um, I want to mm-hmm. learn more. Like, I want to learn more about the uh, scientific properties uh and i want to learn um not just gemology but i want to learn every aspect of the crystals and the minerals you know so i'm taking my time doing it because it's a lot of knowledge out there and you know mm-hmm. never stop learning is my motto you know like we're we're students of life you know and we learn until we die so it, to me, it's like a fun journey to take to learn um, about just different minerals and stones and that kind of. Yeah, it's, I love watching you take the journey. I'm glad you are. <laughs> well, thanks. Yeah. And one of the things, you know, as a jewelry artist, you know, I don't want to just sell jewelry, but I want to um, share knowledge. And I'm not sharing knowledge as a master would share with a student, but I'm sharing it in the sense as, Hey, I learned this about the stone. Here you go. You know, here's some cool information I found out, you know, like I want to like more on the level as somebody who is learning too. And um, it's fascinating. Like, Hey, did you know this about garnet or did you know this about this stone? And, you know, mm-hmm. little tidbits of knowledge here and there, and it's fun. And that's, that's the whole point of my jewelry blog is to document this. And this podcast is really just to get people talking about the gemstones and minerals and to exchange knowledge, you know, like. The yeah, I'm so glad you are, Donna. Like, awesome. I didn't have like a, I couldn't remember, you know, so learning about that, you know, to me, that's that's beautiful. Like, I like learning things, so. It makes looking at a piece of jewelry even uh, that much more special and interesting, for sure. Yeah, like, what would you do? Would you go and spend $1,000 on some diamond jewelry at, well, it would probably be more than 1000 at a place like Zales? Um, mm-hmm. Not knowing much about the diamond other than what you can find online through some random websites or... Would you rather take that same money and use it to have something handmade and mm-hmm. from somebody who knows about that stone and who could tell you in detail, okay, what this stone is, what it's made of, um, and not just the cut and clarity if it's a cut and faceted gemstone with a grade report, 
but you know the histories behind that stone and if i don't know it i will learn it you know it, it, I have yeah. stones of the world book i have other books too and i have google and i'm a member of the international gem society so i paid them a monthly fee and that's awesome. learn you know just to learn so i have like all these tools to learn from and Mm -hmm. So if you don't know it and you want to know it, we're going to learn it together, you know? So (laughs) my thing is I would rather pay money for something that's going to mean something versus something that's manufactured in like a high-end jewelry store that, you know, you don't know where the diamonds come from. You don't really know the history behind that particular stone or, and you don't have a connection with the person making the stone. So agreed. That's awesome. You think you'll ever actually open up a, a storefront or a shop again someday? Maybe one day. I mean, in light of COVID, you know, I'm just like, you know, this whole... kind of nice, COVID, all the things you can do from home, isn't it? Yeah. You know, and COVID is something that I really believe <coughs> humanity is going to have to learn to live with, like the common code. Like, a hundred years from now, they're going to be like, oh, she's got COVID. Like, we got the cold, you know? Oh, she's got that cold. She's got that creepy crud, that crusty crud going around. Okay, well, they got COVID. Oh, she got COVID again? Oh, my goodness, she got COVID twice in one month. But, you know, it's going to be something like you just take a shot of NyQuil or some kind of, they'll probably have some COVID quill or something. You know, in the future. Take it and then for two days and get over it, you know? Yeah, that's right. I hope so. Like, I really, like, yeah, in other words, we're going to have to adapt to this virus and it's ever because you know there's so many different cold viruses out there and you get it yeah need your way through it and um take your chicken soup and then you 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 keep going you know so i really believe like humanity is going to adapt to covid but it's going to take a lot because you know a couple hundred years ago somebody would get a cold as a death sentence yeah sure you know, like yeah. it is with COVID now. Oh, well, you got COVID. Yeah, let's hope you let's hope you survive. You know. Hmm. Yeah. yeah. I think we'll be wearing masks for a little while longer than everyone wants to here in the short term. Well, in the winter time, I don't mind wearing a mask because it keeps my nose warm. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. And well, I feel sorry for people with glasses, and you have glasses, right? Yes, it is kind of it's a struggle, but I mean. You know, at the same time, if you're going grocery shopping and somebody passes gas, you ain't got to worry about it if you're wearing the right kind of mask. Yeah, that's right. I, you can <laughs> stick your tongue out at people even. Yeah, you can make faces <laughs> at them and they can't tell. <laughs> yeah, I've seen so many comments on TikTok about that. People, you know, how they mutter. You can't tell because it's the mask or whatever. <laughs> yeah. No, it's a crazy time we live in, but we're getting through it. Yeah, definitely. And, you know, humans, we will adapt. I believe we'll adapt. You know, I'm hopeful. For sure. For sure. Yeah. If we and just, we adapt, just we got to survive. Yeah. But, yeah, I was worried about you for a while when you had a couple of sick there for a couple of times. Yeah, no, it got me last March. Um, the doctor said it was COVID, but they couldn't test me because testing wasn't available yet. And uh, by the time it was available, I was pretty much recovered. Um, but it took me at least a month and a half to fully recover. And I still have the brain fog issues. So, mm. um, but yeah, I couldn't walk 
I could not get out of bed. I couldn't go to the bathroom. Like, I mean, I went to the bathroom, but I couldn't do it without gasping for breath. And so I started taking the supplement called NAC. It's N-adocysteine. And I learned about it through just researching different medicines for asthma, how to, re- you know, better help your lungs. And I thought, you know, what, what the hell? Why not? And I'm telling you, within 24 hours of taking that stuff, man, my breathing improved in just one day. And it helped. It really helped me overcome it. And I take it now as a preventative. Take it with my vitamin D. And I was taking crazy amounts of vitamin D, too. Yeah, well, I'm doing D. that. Yeah, I was taking that vitamin C, and they were completely in the stores. Are still like out of zinc. Like every time I go, they're out of zinc. And I keep forgetting to buy it when I shop on Amazon. Um, mm. But I do need to get zinc. But I was taking vitamin D3, vitamin C, the NAC, and I was taking high <laughs> quantities of the D3 and the vitamin C, and drinking lots of water. And um, yeah, I pulled through it. Uh, we're all lucky you did. I'm glad. And there's so many people. Almost everybody has a COVID story now. It's crazy. You know, like. Yeah, I know somebody that does. I have a friend whose sister has it and she's going out to eat. Cause they're conservative. They're like one of those. Oh, it's not that bad. And so they're going out and just doing whatever, like while they have it. And her, she's like, why are you doing this? Like, what's wrong with you? You know? Yeah, thanks a lot. I really appreciate that. And, and I, I wouldn't, I haven't been out to eat in a year. I can't wait to from. actually sit down in a restaurant again. <laughs> yeah, I thought about it, but you know, here, like, they're so packed and they're not following any of the protocols that the state set out. Like, you know, there's people not wearing masks. Like, you'll go out to eat and stuff, and they'll people, they'll, or if you even go into the restaurant just for takeout, they'll come to you without a mask on or the mask is hanging off their face. You know, and mm-hmm. I understand that, you know, it's hard to breathe in it, especially if you're working in the food and stuff. You know, I, I mean, I get that because I've worked in the kitchen before and it gets hot back there, you know, and, and wearing a mask, it is hard to breathe. But I mean, the fact that here they don't really have a like, it's like they don't care. If they don't care if they spread it. I really believe there's people, they just don't care if they spread it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, uh, or Or think that it's dangerous in any way I, they just don't get it yeah and don't don't want to get, get it unless somebody they love dies from it yeah unfortunately and then they probably get it but yeah we're uh i'm thinking about taking my two daughters up to denver just because we've been so stuck in and my youngest daughter's 18 so it's her senior senior oh, year happy year to be a senior but <laughs> i think so, you know a little airbnb yeah, up there yeah. in denver for a couple of days and and i'm Way and whether or not going to Kimball's, um, the neighborhood uh, mm. grill thing up in Boulder. Um, I was looking at it. I mean, they're doing everything right. It's like they're 50% capacity. You've got to wear a mask. Uh, you order from your app and you snap the code on your table and they bring it to you. So everything's touchless. Maybe. Yeah. I mean, they're doing everything they can. Yeah, that's smart. Like, there's this one restaurant here that my friend likes to go to and she's always like let's go out to eat so we went out to eat a couple of times after the whole uh phase two we got in the phase two and they there was there were no protocols people were like packed in there eating mask off everything and i'm like it's a miracle i didn't get covid then yeah, yeah good lord yeah this town's the same i mean there's people still going to buffets you know asian buffets it's like oh, really <laughs> <laughs> no, 
bathroom. <coughs> yeah, I don't like going to a buffet anyways before COVID. <laughs> COVID made us all paranoid. You know? That's for sure. <laughs> But uh, yeah. yeah, I have some. Uh, I hope maybe we can do this again. Um, yeah, Donna, because you know there's a cool place up here um, called Wobbleo, or the city's actually Osceola. It's only about an hour and a half away. But there's a whole rabbit hole there about this um, the Wobbleo structure, impact structure. They won't call it an actual meteor um, crater, but it is. And so yeah, maybe next time we'll go. We'll talk about that. Yeah, sounds fun. It'd be awesome. Oh, well, thank you for coming on Getting Stoned and talking about your favorite stones with me. I had a blast. Thank you for having me. All right, Brian. Take care. See you, Jonna. Bye-bye. If you're enjoying Getting Stoned, then allow me to invite you to join my community of gym and mineral enthusiasts on Patreon. For only a dollar a month, you get early access to new episodes of Getting Stoned, free goodies such as my free guide to starting your own mineral collection, free exclusive Patreon-only content, and a forever discount for anything you might find yourself wanting in my online store. Check it out below.